What is going on, guys? Welcome to episode one of the Vitality Unleashed podcast. My name is Dylan. This is Lauren. We are a business couple, fitness couple, bodybuilders, everything like that. And we will be covering all of those topics on this podcast. First off, we're super, super excited to start this, but we just really wanted to figure out a way to further connect with our audiences because, you know, short form content on Instagram, it feels just so inauthentic sometimes because you're just, you know, posting a quick video, posting a quick thing on your story. Obviously, you're only posting your highlights when you look your best not really talking about your life, talking about what's going on and really sharing, you know, your what drives you, all of that kind of stuff. So that's kind of why we wanted to start this podcast, just as a way to hopefully let you guys better understand why we are doing what we are doing. Yeah, and on here we can definitely get into more tangents and shit like that. I am someone who loves going on tangents and ranting about shit, and this long-form content is amazing for that, and then we can always push it out on our social medias as well so as many people can see it as possible. Absolutely. So... I guess let's just fucking get into kind of what we do. Um, So basically what we do, we are online fitness coaches, but that is just the tip of the iceberg. People see online coaches, they're like, oh, they, you know, do their client check-ins once a week. But in reality, I'd say we work around 50 to 55 hours a week and maybe two or three of those hours are actually spent, you know, doing our client check-ins, things like that. There's so much other stuff that actually goes into being a coach, you know, trying to market trying to really connect with your audience that is a huge thing yeah guys there's thousands upon thousands upon thousands of online coaches we have to put in the work to set ourselves apart to make ourselves successful it's not just you post a picture of your abs on instagram and then you get a bunch of clients it's not how it works it takes a lot of work and dedication and we will definitely get deeper into that in future episodes this episode as well i'm sure we'll cover it at least the basics of it yeah and everyone and their fucking mom these days wants to be an online coach because obviously looking at it from the outside it looks like just a super easy obviously it's super flexible you can live wherever you want and yes like i we both fucking love what we do so much but i think there's just a lot more that people aren't aware of and we kind of just want to share the ends and out what really goes into, you know, being an entrepreneur and hopefully help people that are trying to start their own business of any kind, whether it's fitness, whether it's not, just kind of the ins and out, what you should expect if you are looking to not only start your business, but bodybuild as well, because we are both doing both of those things. Yeah, I believe we've really covered that business part well, but we'll help them out with there. And then when it comes to bodybuilding, both of us actively compete. Both of us are in the off season right now, but Lauren will be going for her pro card uh, early, mid next year. And so we will always take you guys on that journey, talk about what where we are in our bodybuilding journey because you are at different stages whether that's off season prep where you see yourself in a year are you going for your pro card everything like that and what we are doing to be successful in the bodybuilding space because there's a lot of people who love to say they're bodybuilders and they don't put in the fucking work exactly so i kind of just want to get into more so why we do what we do so dylan why do you like being a trainer why do you like you know transforming people's bodies well i think first i just want to open up about 
who I am in general, just because that's, of course, my story of why I enjoy doing this. So I am from Ohio, a little town, Goshen, out, out of Cincinnati, Ohio, Southern Ohio. And growing up there, it was a really unhealthy place, super conservative, super uneducated. Not that those things are always correlated, but in this case, it definitely fucking was. And these people were just fat and lazy. It was 75% below the poverty line. And that's what I grew up with. People who loved making excuses and would just go to McDonald's in the Friday night football games. And that's the only things they would fucking do. And I hated it. But I was lucky enough to have a father who was a Division One football player and was always really into fitness. So growing up, he was in the gym every single day. I'd always see him on the treadmill, lifting weights. We had a garage gym, so I'd always see him growing up. So that was definitely a huge influence for me, wanting to be healthy and all that. And on top of that, I was always a bigger kid. I was always chubby. I was insecure about that. And once I felt I was old enough to start lifting weights and doing all that, I was around 13. It really changed my life because I was naturally really strong and it was something I was naturally really good at. So that made me want to do it even more. And then I saw the physique changes that came along as well. I started getting in shape. I started getting more confident. I started getting more attention from women. I started getting comments from my friends and that all just built me up so much and helped my confidence so much that it made me a more successful person overall because I just became more comfortable with taking risks and more comfortable with myself. And so fitness just changed my life in a positive way so much every single aspect. So now I want to help people do the same, help people be good role models for their children, for future generations, the people around them. I want to encourage fitness and health for as many people as possible because we are trending in the wrong direction as society. America is 75% overweight or obese and that number is just going up and I want to fucking change that because I know the benefits that fitness and health can have on your life. Yeah, definitely. I feel like so many people see fitness as oh these people are so fucking you know cocky all they care about is what they see in the mirror and in reality that is such a small part of fitness i would argue that most people in the fitness space or at least taking it seriously are actually super insecure a lot of the time not necessarily because you know they're unhappy with themselves but more so just because seeing this progress in yourself it really makes it easy to start comparing yourself to other people you always want more always 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 just trying to get more and you know when you are just constantly trying to get more and more sometimes it is hard to you know take a step back and really realize how much you have accomplished but i think that it's just super important to recognize that you know fitness is not for only how you look it's also for how you fucking feel on a daily basis your mental health is so 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 directly related to how you feel physically as well yeah so many people want to try and associate fitness going to the gym with vanity and while yeah i'll be honest that's definitely a huge reason a lot of people start that is not the reason people continue if that's the only reason you're going to the gym you will burn out you will give up you will quit and that will not be the case If you continue lifting, you're going to find a reason that you feel good. Normally, you're going to get that dopamine from lifting. When you're stressed, you're going to want to go lift weights. It's going to make you feel better that way. And those are the people who really stick with it. The people who just want it for vanity, they don't end up sticking with health. 
Yeah, exactly, exactly. There's so much deeper shit to it. But me, why I got into fitness, I mean, I've been into fitness. Oh, God, God. I've been into fitness really for as long as I can remember. More so, you know, sports. I played sports my whole life. I ran, I did volleyball, all those type of things. But when I really got into fitness, I would say when I was around 15-ish, years old i don't know exactly but 15 at the latest but i definitely wasn't into fitness in the right way i was just trying to lose weight become super skinny and i already was super super skinny i was like five seven weighing like a hundred ish pounds super super small but i was still just constantly trying to lose weight i would spend hours doing fucking sauna classes trying to burn calories i would starve myself I was not fueling myself nearly enough, but I was just doing things that, you know, I found online doing these core workouts, just constantly trying to become the smallest version of myself. And honestly, I'm not quite sure when that flip like switched in my head because clearly that is not my goal anymore. I, I started seeing some bikini bodybuilders online and back then, you know, five, six years ago, bikini bodybuilding was not what it is today. These girls were a lot smaller, a lot thinner. And so that's, that's what I wanted to look like. So that's what got me into it. I was like, oh, I want to be shredded. Like these girls, like they didn't have that much muscle back in the day. So that's what got me into it. And so I competed in my first show when I was 17 and now I've done six shows and yeah it's really fucking just all history from there now i want to you know be the fucking biggest strongest version of myself as possible obviously as the bikini division is really upgrading obviously so am i really having to put on a lot more muscle than you did you know five six years ago yeah i believe especially with women it's so common that they just want to get as small as possible, as light as possible. They think that's what's going to eliminate their fat, but the body fat they have isn't even that much body fat. It's just that they have zero muscle mass. And when you have that zero muscle mass, you're going to look a little fat. You're not going to look as shapely as you want to, as toned as you want to, because you don't have any muscle mass. So that's the switch that definitely flipped for you, where eventually you're like, oh shit. I think it's more so progress photos, seeing, Mm -hmm. I, I remember doing my first proper bulk not proper bulk it was a terrible bulk <laughs> i got pretty chubby but i went from like 107 to like 150 so i put on a lot of weight and honestly i don't regret it i think it was necessary i was still underweight and i just i obviously put on so much muscle because i went from being super super skinny i did one bulk and then once i shut off that extra body fat i had like 20 more pounds of lean muscle like crazy shit like that it was over a year but you know those beginner gains especially when your body's been so depleted for so long it's really going to hold on to a lot of glycogen and really you have to take you know advantage of those newbie gains but seeing progress photos of what i looked like you know at 120 when i had no muscle versus 120 when i'm stagely now with a lot more muscle obviously i look way better way leaner in one but the weight is the same yeah so that's definitely a huge thing we want to educate people on just what it actually takes to get healthy and also to get that physique you want 
for sure. And a big thing about that is going to be that muscle building, that bodybuilding, whether you're an actual bodybuilder or not, you can take information from this and implement it into your fitness so that you can get that physique of your dreams. Yeah. And adding to that, um, healthy and physique you want is not always correlated because a lot of people desire a physique that is not healthy like you know being stage lean is absolutely not healthy it is very very unhealthy actually getting there and how you come out of that phase is just super 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 important yeah i'd say the stage leanness is probably even more common for men than women women want to be you know super skinny when they first start and then if they are getting to that point where they're trying where they're building muscle it's not usually as bad men they always want to just be as shredded as possible have you know deep six pack and a lot of people you have to get to unhealthy or unsustainable body fat percentages to really get that defined six pack oh yeah especially for women women you know aren't made to be shredded it's very very un unachievable and very very hard to get there it is not a fucking sunshine and rainbow journey you cannot do this if you're you know not willing to put in hours for cardio a day you're willing to be so 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 uncomfortably hungry in certain moments it takes a lot yeah let's expand on this topic more what does it take to be a successful bodybuilder first and most importantly you need to treat your off season like a prep. This is where so many people fall off. Even I see a lot of pros even these days doing this. They prep, they go balls to the walls, they do their, you know, two hours of cardio a day, they follow their diet, but after that fucking trophy is awarded on stage, it's fucking they're going balls to the walls in the other direction. They're, you know, not following their meal plan anymore, maybe not even tracking macros. They're doing all these things, trying to get their social life back because they deserve it. But in reality, it should just be a lifestyle. If you don't actually enjoy, you know, fueling your body correctly, it's probably just not the sport for you. Yeah, Lauren is still eating rice cakes and ground turkey and rice every day. So am I. That's what we eat throughout the year. We're not going out and getting fucking Chick-fil-A or going and having social meals every single day. Yeah, and I mean, in reality, it's just not that fucking hard. Like, I could pretty much eat anything I want right now because I did my reverse for a very long time. I was very, very strict to myself, so I could get to this point. Now I'm eating around 3,100 calories, 435 carbs a day. Like, I can quite literally eat anything I want it just takes planning and you know a lot of people just don't want to put in that extra five minutes to plan out their food for the day absolutely and it takes discipline post-show self-control to not binge to stay on track to reverse properly but that is what decides who's a successful athlete and who's not i'm not saying there's some athletes out there who are able to just binge and then go diet down and look great some people have those genetics that they're able to do that but that is very 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 rare if you want to be successful in bodybuilding you really need to be on your shit year round definitely definitely but Moving more so away from the bodybuilding, I kind of want to get in more into the business side of things. And for a lot of people, these things are very related. A lot of bodybuilders, you know, maybe they are not 
quite entrepreneurs yet, not trying to do their own thing yet, not trying to build their own brand yet, but I feel like it's most people's end goal is to have some kind of business of their own, be a coach, maybe, you know, get these big sponsorships. A lot of people in the bodybuilding industry, just because you see these top successful bodybuilders, how their, you know, career has gone for them. And that's what a lot of people definitely are striving to do in the bodybuilding industry. And luckily, we have started our entrepreneur journey very, very young. So we just kind of want to share what we go through on a daily basis. Yeah. Do we want to get into how we started online coaching in general and how we actually built a some mm-hmm. successful business? Yeah. So... I started online coaching years ago, but it was not by any means successful. I mean, for a fucking, you know, girl in her early 20s, what I was doing was good, you know. Late teens. Yeah, at the time, I was like in my late teens when I first started. Um, You know, yeah, I was pulling in some extra cash on the side, but I was still working, you know, a full-time job having to bring in money to actually pay the bills but thankfully now we are able to do this full time yeah so to dig deeper into that lauren and i we met in 2021 2021 yeah yeah because two year anniversary was in september so yeah early 2021 lauren and i met on social media and then I flew to, to Texas to meet her for one of her first bodybuilding shows. And we hit it off instant chemistry, of course. You know, I'm fucking awesome. Duh. And then we were long distance for around six months. And then I moved to Texas. And at first we didn't live together. We had separate apartments. And then our leases ended at the same time. And we moved in together. And money was fucking tight. So I was working at a doggy daycare at the time and Lauren was door dashing full time. And then eventually I started door dashing full time as well. After around eight months or so of living together, it became, it was like March, April of 2023. Uh, we, well, I, I listened to a podcast and it was the Change Lives Academy by uh, Brian Mark and I love this guy's content. He is a coach for online coaches, teaches you how to build your business. And I was like, Lauren, we got to hire this guy. Let's just go all in. Let's do it. I was broke as fuck. Lauren emptied all her savings and paid him to learn how to coach, to build our business. And our first month, how much did we make? Um, Our first month ever, we made $7,500. Yeah. And what was the most we made prior to that in a month? (laughs) In a month? Maybe like $500. Yeah. 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 So obviously I was super, super skeptical about this. I hadn't, you know, listened to much of his content. So Dylan brought it up to me. It was nothing serious. I kind of just looked up this guy, Brian Mark, and listened to some of his stuff. And I was like, okay, like the main thing that he does so great is he has so much social proof. He has so many, you know, People actually speaking, okay, this is exactly what has happened. I've reached out to multiple people and I'm like, okay, like this is legit. I I need to try something. I knew that I wanted this. I, I knew the career that I wanted to achieve from literally the day I started fucking bodybuilding. Like I knew what I wanted to do. So I was like, okay, 
this just isn't working. Like I'm trying and it's just not working. So I was like, okay, you know, I, I have some money in my savings. I had around, mm, I had around $3,000 in my savings and I believe hiring him was $3,500. So yes, I quite literally am emptied my entire bank account, my checking, and my savings to this guy. We hadn't even paid our fucking rent yet for the month, but I paid this guy all of my money and I was just like, fuck, I have to go all in now. And I just think that's what so many people need is to burn that bridge, kind of release that safety net because when you have that safety net to fall back on, you're not going to try as hard. Like, this was fucking do or die. I was like, if we don't at least make this money back this month, like, we won't be able to pay our rent. Yeah, because it wasn't just that we emptied our bank accounts. We also just stopped fucking working. We said, we're going all in on this, and we better make enough money to yeah. pay for our rent. And our we food. put all our time into the business. We stopped, like, door dashing because, yeah, you can put in an hour, a day to social media, whatever, on top of work. But we were like, no, like... We just need to go all in and do this full time. So, yeah, from there, um, our business has grown dramatically from our first month. We made our money back working with him in one week. We made that money back, which is absolutely nuts. Oh, yeah. It's not that he does anything crazy or any business coach does anything crazy like I hear a lot of people talking about, oh, business coaches, it's such a scam. They're not teaching you anything, blah, blah, blah. Cool. Maybe they're not actually teaching you much, but it's just having those people there, having that community to be able to, you know, just be with other people that are like-minded, be with other people that are going through the same thing, because obviously there's not that many entrepreneurs that are our age. So sometimes it is fucking lonely. It is fucking... You know it's stressful a lot of the time so not only having that community there but just having some guidance of any kind you know he gave us marketing strategies all of that type of stuff and yeah obviously it fucking changed our lives yeah we actually did definitely learn a shit ton we got so many resources and yeah people will say oh you can find all this on google <laughs> yeah guess what you want to be a fucking online coach that's the same excuse all the fat fucks make that you get on the call with they're like oh exactly well, i could learn all this dieting stuff on google all the information you're telling me is on google well why haven't you done it why haven't you gotten in exactly shape? it's the same thing why haven't you built your business you're saying oh it's not worth it well guess what we're fucking successful and you're not and there has to be a reason for it yeah and being a coach ourselves i feel like it's super important to actually be an advocate for coaching not only do i have my business coach i have my bodybuilding coach not because i can't do it on my own because i'm an advocate for coaching having someone there having a second eye having someone to hold you accountable having someone who you don't want to let down having someone who you actually respect i respect my bodybuilding coach so much i respect my business coach so much and having these people that i don't want to let down that i genuinely want to impress so bad it helps more than i can even put into words absolutely having that unbiased opinion someone who's just an expert in their field to help guide you is so important i genuinely from now on i believe if you want to get into anything if 
in the future we were to decide to go into another investment realm, I would want to coach for that fucking investment realm. I always want to coach, want to coach, want to coach because they don't just help you know what to do. They also tell you what to do immediately instead of you having to figure it out, have trial and error, waste money, trial and error, waste fucking time. These people save you so much time. If we found Brian a year ago when we started trying to online coach together when we weren't making shit, we would be a year ahead of where we are now and I wish we fucking did. Oh my God. I wish I would have started two years ago. Like my life would be even more different, but all in all fucking... I'm so grateful that that happened. Like, it truly was life-changing, and I can't even imagine where we would be if that didn't happen. We were living in a fucking little box in Louisville, Texas, and the shittiest fucking complex where literally we feared for our lives going outside, and now we're living in a beautiful apartment in Fort Lauderdale with a beautiful view of the beach. Like, I just can't even put into words how grateful I am every single day that I am able to live this type of life at my age right now. Yeah, and to put it in perspective, guys, we started with Brian Mark in late March of 2023. It is now September 2023. So that's April, May, June, July, August, September. It's been six months and we went from barely being able to afford food, barely being able to afford rent. Every We were paycheck and a half to paycheck and now we can comfortably afford this apartment that's twice expensive and live in a beautiful area buy better quality food all that within six months of just investing in a coach investing in our fucking business and stop being scared because that's the biggest thing right you're scared to spend that money what if it doesn't go well I can tell you this. It's not going to go well if you're not going to put in the fucking work. Exactly. Business or fitness. Biggest mistake people make is making this investment and then thinking that just because they paid, they're going to get the results. That's not how it works. You have to put in the time and effort. I swear to God, Lauren and I were awake at 6 a.m. and we would be working nonstop trying to make content. We were definitely not nearly as efficient as we are now. Yeah. We were working nonstop from 6 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. every single fucking day on content. Every day reaching out to people, every day spanning our network, every day watching his teachings, his videos, going on their live streams that they do Monday through Friday. Everything, we were there trying to get better every single day and make progress. And so many people just think that it's just going to magically happen. It doesn't fucking magically happen. Success is not based on luck. Success is based on work. And of course, you got to have some sort of talent as well. 1,000%. But being so young, I feel that we have definitely encountered a lot of obstacles. So Dylan, what do you think the biggest obstacle we have so far faced in this entrepreneur journey? The biggest obstacle I would say was just at first the hate or the doubt the doubters and all that, that can definitely get to you at the beginning, whether it's other coaches who are older on social media who doubt you because they just think they're the shit, even though they're fucking idiots half the time. Uh, Even your family, my family, anyone like that can doubt you just because they're unfamiliar with the online coaching space and you're so young and it is 
drilled into our brains from the time we're born. You just need to go to school, get good grades, go to college, get a nine to five, work that till you're 65, retire, and that's your fucking life. And neither of us ever saw that happening for us. The first time we, it was like the first or second time we ever even spoke online, we were talking about that. Like, we, you, I just could never envision myself working a nine to five for the rest of my life. I just couldn't do it. I would do anything I could to not have that happen. Yeah, so for you, is there another obstacle that you would say has been uh, the most difficult for you? Hmm, well, what you touched on, a lot of doubt from other people. That's something I do want to get more in depth on, but I think that's for another episode is gatekeeping in the bodybuilding industry. It is so fucking funny and it is so oh my god it's just so immature and weird like it's genuinely just weird this especially in the coaching space gatekeeping is so real and it is feels like we're back in fucking middle school but um gosh when it comes to obstacles that we have had to overcome i think big one is setting boundaries not only with family but friends honestly right now we don't have any close friends obviously because we just fucking moved here don't have any close friends here i should say but it's really just about finding your people because previously i surrounded myself with people who just didn't have the same goals as me they didn't understand they didn't respect the boundaries that i would try to put in place you know same thing with family a lot of the time you know oh why why can't you do this oh you can't drink oh you can't come out this late i'm like no i can i can do whatever the fuck i want but i don't want to i'm trying to you know live a bigger life i'm trying to accomplish bigger things and i think you can't understand the life of an entrepreneur hustling for money every single day until you are actually in those shoes how stressful it can be your fucking salary is never ever ever guaranteed and that is what a lot of people don't understand oh why can't you take a break why can't you have leisure time i'm like because i don't want it i genuinely enjoy what i do every single second of every single day why would i want to you know take a break and take time off when I could just be getting better. And that's just an obstacle trying to explain that to people, but I've just learned you don't need to explain yourself, just do what you want. Yeah, absolutely. And a huge part of that when it comes to us not having any close friends around here, not really having many close friends in general, I don't know if Lauren has a single one, (laughs) but um, yeah, that's because we're so fucking young as well. We're both college age still and People, most people our age just haven't matured to that point yet where they're done with the party life. Or most people 10 years older. Yeah, still. quite matured. I would yet. say our mental, like where we are, is like 35 to 40. And this probably sounds so fucking like cocky, like we're bragging. Like, no, it's just, it's just how things are right now, how things feel, you know. I've tried, we've tried to, you know, hang out with people, but the conversations, you're just talking about fucking bullshit. I want to hang out with people that I can learn from, that I feel like I am also taking value from because I know I provide people with a lot of value. I teach people a lot of things and I do want to feel like, you know, 
I can at least have some mutual respect for people that I do surround myself with. Yeah, for the last couple years, for sure, whenever I hang out with anyone, I'm usually the person giving knowledge, giving value to them, giving them advice on shit. Oh, yeah. And I would fucking love to have a friend that's more successful than me and teach me shit and give me advice and all of that. That would be fucking amazing. Yeah, but of course, just because of our age, it's pretty common, you know, people will just automatically look down at you, think, oh, blah, 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 they're so young, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, bro. Yeah, or they assume, you know, daddy paid for our apartment or whatever's going on. Most people just, they don't realize where we're at and what we're doing. Exactly, but even, there's hate from other people, but you know, there's always gonna be self-doubt. There's always gonna be that feeling of, you know, scarcity. There's always going to be that feeling of, oh, everything I worked so hard for could be gone tomorrow. And logically, you know, that's not going to happen. But that feeling is just always there. So that's why we are just constantly so grateful for what we have every day. That is why we work so hard, because, yeah, everything could be ripped away from you so, so, so fast, especially in the social media game. You could lose your fucking Instagram tomorrow. Like... Yeah, I actually lost my Instagram. God, I've lost my Instagram like a long time ago before I was doing this. I'm like, if that were to happen now, like, fuck. Yeah, (laughs) it is horrible. That's, God. That's why, guys, please, if you want to be an online coach, some people say, oh, don't do this. Get verified. Get verified because it adds extra security. You put your ID in there and Instagram, it could... Uh, Instagram gives you better security when you are verified as well as you have 24-7 support from them that you can directly contact Instagram when you're verified if you ever have any issues or glitches or anything like that as well. And that shit is important when your job is literally based on social media. Oh yeah, it is more, more than important. All right, so going through business stuff now, do we want to get more into future goals? Sorry, I have to burp. Don't want to do that in the mic. Oh, oh still heard it. That was a loud one. <laughs> okay, so future goals business-wise, I mean, I don't have a financial goal because that's not what this is about to me. I want to quite literally impact as many lives as humanly possible. I have such a love for my clients. We connect on such a deep level and the changes that they, like, messages from my clients saying how i have impacted their life not only you know physically but now they feel more confident now they can wear a fucking swimsuit to the beach now they feel more confident being able to set boundaries being able to talk up you know speak up for themselves these changes that you can make in people's lives this is where online coaching separates from personal training because personal training you know you're not you're not having this big of an impact you're probably not even doing their nutrition you're probably you're not working on mindset like anything like that that's why i love this so much because i can provide so much value to my clients i really can just teach them everything that i've you know gone through all the adversity that i have faced how i have overcome it that's why i am so open you know constantly sharing my story I just want to impact as many lives as possible. That's why I love working with younger girls because I see a lot of my old me and a lot of them and just being able to impact their lives in any way, that's all I care about. And that's 
that's my business goal. I want to expand. I want to hire coaches to be under us so we can genuinely just change as many lives as possible because I just believe that our coaching is different. It is better. I have been told from a lot of my clients that it is that they've worked with other coaches previously. They're, they just say that we have provided them with so much more value than a lot of other coaches. And that is what I want to continue to do. Try to bring something different to the coaching table, not just fucking giving them macros every week. Yeah, so many coaches just want to coach because it's a paycheck and then they can go live wherever they want, which, and that's fucking awesome. But when I hear some coaches will literally, if you message them a question, even though they say, oh, here's my personal number, you can text me whenever you want. I know coaches who will be like, okay, if you want me to answer that question, that's another $50, $100. Some of them are like, oh, you want to be able to text my personal phone, ask questions whenever you want. That's an extra $500 a month. And that's insane to me. We are there for all of our clients 24-7. If they're paying us our basic coaching rate, we are giving them our fucking all. And I believe that is the biggest thing that sets us apart. We genuinely do care about their success at each and every single one of them. What would you say your biggest goal is, though? My biggest goal, I would say online coaching-wise, it's just to build a big community and we can just afford whatever we want to afford be able to live comfortably i don't think we have like we don't want a we don't care about having like a fucking you know 50 million dollar mansion or something like that we just want to be able to live in a location that we love and just have everything we could need but we are not egregious spenders or have anything like that so I would say if we did have like a financial goal, if we were making $50,000 a month, we would be able to afford anything that we would want easily. Oh my God, that's way yeah. more than I, I'm saying that's like, but then we can put some away for savings or if we in the future ever have a family or something like that, I would say $50,000 a month would be like the marker for that. Outside of coaching entrepreneurially, I would love, love, love to invest in real estate, have us build a real estate portfolio in the future. That is definitely a huge passion of mine, something I've always loved, real estate investing. I would be watching HGTV with my mom growing up for fucking hours. I've always been into that shit, so that is definitely a big passion of mine. And so I really want to eventually get into that, and I will definitely be the one leading that fucking charge. Absolutely. Um, Bodybuilding goals wise, I would say my biggest goal, I mean, my biggest goal is just to go pro. I have no idea how long I'll compete at the pro level, if the Olympia is going to be something that I am aiming for. It really just depends. I, I don't plan on bodybuilding past the age of 30. That is the very, very, very latest that I will be competing. So yeah, it really just depends. Once I do decide I wanna have a family, I will definitely be done bodybuilding. I'm not gonna come back and do masters or any shit like that. I wanna go pro, I wanna compete at the pro level and just see where it takes me honestly. Yeah, for me, when it comes to competing, I fucking love it. That's my number one passion. That's what I fucking love to do. So I don't really have an age where I'm like, okay, I'm going to stop competing. I would say probably like 35, no later than that. But it's really going to come down to health, how I'm feeling, our situation, our situation. It's not that I don't fucking love competing. I just have a lot of health issues already. And prep prep puts me out like it it gives me a lot of issues every single time. And a lot, a long time to recover, you know. 
my relationship with food like that definitely always goes down the drain no matter what and I always you know encounter a lot of hormone issues things like that so it's just not something I plan on doing forever yeah I'm natty and I already started balding so (laughs) that's a that's a concern I have for sure like going bald is probably like my biggest fear in bodybuilding other than dropping dead from a heart attack like those are the two only things I'm worried about you fucking gyno I don't care I I could go get gyno surgery or whatever like that's whatever but going completely bald or dying are the two things that I'd be worried about as long as I manage to keep my hair and keep my health in check I could compete for a while for sure but it's also just going to take me a lot longer in general to get my pro card and start that pro career so it would make sense that I would compete a lot longer or later in life than Lauren yeah 100 percent. but all in all like what i wanted this episode to be was you know voicing our goals voicing our why voicing why we're doing what we're doing just as kind of even something for us to go back and you know listen to a year from now have we achieved that goal have we you know improved in this area that we said we wanted to improve in all of that type of stuff i think it's just super cool having like a digital journal like this to be able to go back and listen to Yeah, and I'm sure we'll also go back and just make fun of ourselves for, you know, the quality of our podcast now and how comfortable or uncomfortable we are in this and everything like that. That's going to be fun for sure a year from now. Before we go, I do have two more questions for you. Okay. So the first one would be just where do you see yourself in five years? Where do you see yourself in 10 years? That's the two questions. Mm -hmm. Five years. Five years, I see myself definitely IFBB pro. Uh, Business-wise, obviously still coaching. Hopefully, you know, making a bigger impact. I want to lead a team underneath me. Hopefully have that all set up by then. And just all in all, just keep improving mentally. I don't know. Keep just evolving as a person into the person that I want to be and in 10 years same fucking thing I don't know I don't see any crazy changes happening in my life like that like I'm just so happy where I am right now there's nothing crazy that I want to change gotcha gotcha what about you five years I'll be 27 hopefully I would hope I have my pro card by then for sure um I'll probably be early in my pro career, so I'm not going to say Olympia or anything like that. Realistically, that won't happen yet. So five years pro, have our coaching set up. I would hope that I am solely coaching high ticket clients by then where it's weekly phone calls, like super, super hands-on for a handful of clients that are paying top dollar for that quality, quality hands-on coaching and have our team doing a lot of the other lower ticket coaching at that point and also definitely starting to look into or already starting to invest in some sort of real estate or Mm -hmm. something that is going to help give us passive income or build our net worth our wealth because online coaching once we hire coaches there will be 
a sort of passive income, but it's just not the same. And also real estate is how you build fucking wealth for your future generations. And that's a big deal to me. I want to be able to build an actual dynasty and empire, online coaching and things that you have to put in a lot of hours to do forever are not the way that you're gonna do that. So it's definitely something I want to expand to and go getting into 10 years by then I want us to be have a set plan for the rest of our fucking life, like whatever we're doing. 10 years from now, I want us to basically be able to know what we're going to be doing for the rest of our lives. Which is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, I want us to have that planned out 10 years from now. I want to be an Olympian 10 years from now. And those are probably my two biggest goals where it's like, we just have our shit figured out and I'm an Olympian. Do you want to have a family by 10 years from now? 10 years from now I'll be 32 I would say realistically like we will have been together for 12 years so I would say that's we'd be starting a family yeah and that'd be pushing the age of becoming like old parents yeah so we'd be starting a family around that time for sure like I just saw Ian Valer retired and that's so him and Melissa can start a family and that's the exact age he's around Seabomb has been hinting that he's gonna retire soon I am sure it's for the same reason with him and Courtney, yeah, and Courtney getting married obviously already retired yeah so she I said oh, I won Peace. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. You just win the Olympia and you're like, cool. I would do the same thing, 100%. Because <laughs> then you have to keep coming back every single year. And if you don't win, then you're just doing worse. And I'm sure that's not fun. Yeah, it's definitely a mental thing when it comes to if you can handle the expectations or if you would just rather just be like, fuck it. Like, I'm cool. I'm cool with not having that pressure. I would enjoy the competitiveness and the pressure of trying to beat all the young heads while I'm still going. But that's just where I'm at with that. So yeah, around 10 years, I would say somewhere around 30 would probably be when we'd be starting a family realistically. Um, would you prefer to have a boy or a girl? Oh, I don't know. God, I don't even, I don't even like in my head right now, I don't want kids, but I feel like that will probably change. I just, I love my cats. My cats are enough right now. Boy or girl though, I don't know, probably girl just because I feel like I can, you know, really have an impact on her life, not make her, you know, what I mean. <laughs> have an impact, <laughs> not be a Thadiana or some girl out there. Yeah, you have a quality, strong woman daughter. Exactly. Teach her to be a little strong woman. Yeah, absolutely. I would love to have a son to, you know, watch football with, spend that stuff. But to be honest, I think I would be like a fucking phenomenal girl dad. So you already are a girl dad. <laughs> to our little Yoshi. But yeah. Definitely. I, but podcast wise, we're going to probably film once a week for now eventually definitely up that not sure day and time yet we'll definitely get that established we have just have to look into some things get editing all that type of shit but definitely once a week maybe mondays something like that will depend depends we'll probably be filming every sunday so yeah for sure uh the podcast i don't plan on us stopping like ever it's this is something that we can definitely do for a long time always yeah. talking about our lives talking about our weeks we'll probably start every episode just kind of going over our week anything significant that happened or not significant that happened 
and that's something we can do for the rest of our lives so as we become less busy hopefully in the future ideally we have a little bit less off our yeah and definitely something i do want to start is audience questions so at the end of every episode we'll say answer three audience questions so if you are listening to this right now and you just want to shoot either of us a dm on instagram mine is hickey.fit with two t's what is yours mine is the fat loss guy with underscores between each word yeah so shoot either of us a dm with any questions and we will do three questions at the end of every episode yeah and please guys if you are listening to this this is our first fucking episode so start giving us those five star reviews yes please give us reviews any saves any downloads anything any critiques yeah critiques any if you could rate us five stars even if you didn't like a part of this podcast that would be awesome and just critique us and then we'll i promise you we will fix it we take your shit seriously we take what you say seriously but if you don't rate us five stars that's going to hurt us in the algorithm so please rate us five stars yes but yeah i think that's all we have for today we just just a big intro episode really if you have any topics you ever want us to cover we are totally 100 percent open to suggestions guys that is all from us today so from us at vitality unleashed peace peace